I man, it's crazy because today was a day. It was really the only chance I had to catch up on all my anime because I was off of work today. Mm-hmm. Dog, I I was binging like a madman. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like some of the other shows suffered though, which kind of sucks. Oh, we'll some later. So yeah, some of the shows you want to watch suffered from you not being able to watch, or just me watching so much anime in one day. Oh, so you couldn't give it the attention it deserved. Yes, yes. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I kind of. I don't know. I don't really. I don't necessarily feel that way, but. It might have just been a bad episode, bro. <laughs> it, it it could be, but yeah. Then again, though, I'm all right. Let's just let's just start. let's get started. Oh, before we start, though, let me tell you about a podcast I've been listening to, though. Oh, okay, because I just picked up a new one too. But go ahead. This one, this is this is this podcast is such a just a. I don't want to generalize, so I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. But it's called uh, My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. And it's so dope. It's these two women. They're, they're kind of like, they kind of put like a comedic spin on them just bringing different murder stories to each other. And yeah. they just talk about it. And that shit is so interesting. Like just hearing about these different murders and the way they do their research is dope. Because they, they do enough research to put it basically in story form. And they kind of they kind of tell it in story form with these comedic beats to it. But it's such a like... It's such a, it's such a middle-aged woman podcast, though. <laughs> I just feel, <laughs> I feel weird listening to it sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, I just started listening to this podcast. I found so I entered a, a we I entered our group, our podcast into this like a, po- this podcast movement. Yeah, I on saw Facebook that. or whatever. And it's pretty dope, you know. Um, hopefully, we get some extra views from it or whatnot. True, but um. I found this podcast. It's a, another uh, couple of like black nerds, right? And, mm-hmm. um, or black geeks, whatever they want to call themselves. And their group is called, or their podcast is called Megasheen. And they just did Comic-Con, all that kind of stuff. They talk about gaming, anime, cartoons, all that kind of stuff, right? Oh. But um, they are, so they, they describe themselves as two uh, black, uh, I guess, non-gender conforming guys. and. Okay. Yeah, I mean, overall though, like where the like bad stuff obviously doesn't matter as much, but you know, their podcast actually has some pretty decent quality to it. And I kind of liked what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I, it's good to see that you know, even though we're not necessarily the only ones doing it, we got some people out here, you know, kind of doing the same thing we're doing, kind of trying to advance up there. But they went to Comic Con, did a Comic Con review, and I'm just ready for us to get there. One day. How many episodes were they into? Oh, they're at like 90-something episodes. See? We got to get to that point. When we do, it'll be that time. Yeah, I'm telling dope. you. I'm I'm excited. When we get there, we get there. Uh, I'm super hyped. But they've been doing the podcast for like, I think like two years now, I think, which is about 90 episodes, two or two years, two and a half years, something like that. Okay, okay. Well, we got a lot to talk about, especially because I was blessed with uh, two dubbed episodes of Astro Lost in Space. I can't <gasps> wait to get in that. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get the show started. Let's go. Mic check. One, two, one, two. My sweet wife Is that you? Mike, Mike, Mike check. Mike check, waifu, waifu. Tell. 
Is that you? Polo, what's good? What's going on, bro? Ah, chilling, brother. I'm so excited about today's episode. Episode 8 of Mic Check Waifu Waifu. Welcome to all. Thank you all so much for listening. I feel so damn good <laughs> about these episodes of shows that we watch this summer season. Man, I'm telling you. But yeah, these summer episodes, um, summer season episodes are hitting hard. So um, hard. And I even got a um an older anime from like three summers ago that I just Ooh. picked up and I'm kind of low-key hype about. I can't wait to talk about it. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, right? I'm like, yo, I've been slacking. I need to get my life together. So if this is from three it. summers ago, let's start off with that then. What is it? So uh, in the Facebook group, Mike Check Waifu Waifu, um, my boy Chris Kennedy, a.k.a. I see dots on Instagram, he sent uh, a, a status and he said, you guys should check out Bungo Stray Dogs. If you haven't already, it's like a more mature fairy, st- fairy tale or One Piece and the character uh, Daze might be top might be a top 10 of all time character right whoa Um, and i was like okay as soon as he said that i'm gonna gonna check it out right now i literally just watched the first episode like an hour ago (laughs) oh damn (laughs) and i gotta tell you overall the art style the the sound design Ooh, another one with the sound design the the characters in general all seem to have like very compelling and interesting like just actions everything they do is interesting uh but yeah it's super dope it's 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 basically about like this organization where um they all have like these supernatural powers Mm -hmm. but they're detectives so they go around looking for murderers and um other things going around the city and solving these cases and using their supernatural powers to fight other people with supernatural powers um our main character didn't know he has supernatural powers and there's this man eating tiger going around and it's essentially following him everywhere. He gets kicked out of an orphanage because the man eating tiger destroyed their crops, um, ate all of their livestock, that kind of stuff. Right. So they kick him out. He has no idea why he got, why he got kicked out. And he basically said, okay, the next person I see I'm going to rob. And this is actually pretty funny. These, this is like one of those comedic beat moments where you're like, Okay, yeah, definitely. He's like, the next person I see, I'm going to rob them for everything they have. So he turns around because he hears someone coming past, and it's a dude on a, uh, on a motorcycle zoom past. He's like, okay, that was impossible. There's no way I could have did that. <laughs> then the next person that walks past is a whole platoon of, like, military personnel. And he's like, I can't imagine military personnel all carrying like their wallets on them. So it makes no sense for me to go like and rob them. Right. <laughs> and then he hears another person like struggling. He turns around, he sees a man floating upside, upside down in the water. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. Right. Like, okay. He about to try it. He, he not going to rob this dude. He's like, I can't rob him. Obviously he's already in the water and he's trying <laughs> to keep himself from going to like save the dude life. Yeah. He goes and saves the dude's life and finds out the dude tried to commit suicide. And he's like, oh, you know, thanks for saving me. And basically is scolding him for saving his life. Turns out this is the dude uh, that looks that's looking for the supernatural people. I don't want to give too much information, but definitely first episode was a banger. Just added it to my watch list. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a solid like between like, I, I would say for a first episode, probably like eight waifus out of 10. Damn. That's that's huge. That is huge. Okay. Wow. Yeah, thanks, Chris. 
Um, I appreciate you for um, sharing that with me because, bruh, it's clean. <laughs> um, and that's obviously just the first episode. Um, on my anime list, it has a 7.8, which yeah, I think is pretty solid. There. Yeah, I think it's pretty solid. So I would say um, definitely worth the watch. Um, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm one episode in. It's got three seasons and a movie. Mm. Come on, man. <laughs> that's, Damn, okay. That's, that's, that's obviously that's worth that's watching. juicy, right. right. As a matter of fact, I saw, is it a season going on right now? I, I, I think so because it's being heavily advertised on like Verve right now. Yeah, okay. That's I saw it pop up on my Verve, but I never even gave it a look. Wow, appreciate that, Chris. Uh, uh, a quick, another quick listener thing. Shout out to Connor for saying he just finished crack Classroom of the Elite. Mm. He said it's really good. He just it just keeps getting better. I hope they do another season, but they covered three novels in one season, so. And it was only 12 episodes of that. So there, the likelihood of them doing another season anytime soon is probably not. But my God, dude, if you still haven't watched Classroom of the Elite, you have to watch it. It's so, so, so good. That also has one of my favorite main characters, too, just because of his, his demeanor, his chill demeanor. I like always like those chill demeanor main characters. That's, I, that's I personally do, too, you know? Like, yeah. We uh we all like that chill dude who can kind of figure things out, but also mm-hmm. has that either goofy personality or like, you know, just a, a overall good dude, you know? Yeah. Okay. So like I was saying earlier at the beginning of this podcast, Astro Lost in Space on Funimation gave me two dubbed episodes. Let's so go. I'm on, I'm on episode three of Astro Lost in Space. And dude, you did not tell me. You didn't even give me a little hint that there was going to be mystery elements in this damn what show. What was I supposed to tell you? Why was I supposed no, to tell you? I'm glad you didn't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> this show just got to be easily like, oh, it's so hard to say this. Okay. <laughs> it's not it's hard. Just, it's just not say hard. it. It is. It's. It's okay. You know what? I'm going to put it. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to commit. I'm afraid of commitment. I'm going to put it at tied for first place for this summer season of anime oh okay yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tied for first place i can't i can't determine which one i like more wait till i get to episode four i guess because clearly fire force is still like it's gonna be hard to top fire force but you haven't seen episode five of Asher lost in space bro see that's what i'm saying man oh man okay, i can't so, wait so so just give me a refresher what happens in episode three bro episode three they no, episode two, they get to a, the, no, yeah. Episode two, they get to the planet. Yeah. Uh, um, That weird planet with, with that flying creature. And then mm-hmm. that's when we're kind of like introduced to figuring out that there was somebody that actually destroyed the communicator. And that's, and that's happened after they got on the ship. Yeah. So now these eight students have to figure out which one of the eight students is sabotaging this trip for them to go back home. Yeah. Who's the traitor amongst the people? They, exactly. They also learn that from the little one <laughs> who, mm-hmm. who speaks, who pronounces stuff a little bit differently, they yeah. figure out from her, basically, they wanted to illuminate, <laughs> but what she actually meant to say was eliminate, eliminate. <laughs> all of the students. So they were sent out on this school camping trip to essentially be eliminated. All these, these, these group of students was put together to be eliminated in like one fell swoop, i.e. hence where probably the orb came from and why the orb tried to send them out into space. So 
I mean, they just happened to get lucky and find that abandoned ship. But now one of those, now we're trying to figure out like which one of these students is actually on board trying to sabotage it. And it's fucking killing me, bro. It's killing me because I love all of these characters. (laughs) Like every last one of them. I love so much. So I got two things to say. Yeah. One. Uh, <laughs> uh, they. This is the episode where they officially announce uh, Kanata as the leader, right? Yep. All right. For the second time. <clears throat> so he's officially the leader. Like no one's disagreeing with him anymore because he saved a little Munchkin girl. Yep. Um, but uh, what did who do you think is so far like the shadiest person in the show? <laughs> it's- a hundred percent probably would be the girl that can't do anything right. I don't even <laughs> remember her name, but yeah, that is she, uh uh Yan Yanwa. Yeah, yeah. She she's she seems to be like up to no good, but they kind of went a, a little bit into their backstory. And, and mind you, when I say this show does pacing so well, I never seen a show does have this many main characters, and they all like introduced their backstory so good man yes uh, it's it it's not too long of a of a fucking flashback like another anime we're going to talk about later on today called dr stone <laughs> it, <laughs> it does it so right and it makes me so happy man like, it's just it moves it moves it moves and it doesn't stop it doesn't I, stop moving while giving you character development at yeah. the same time i can't wait uh until you get to where i'm at because bruh this episode, I'm so ready to talk about it, and I can't wait till you get there. Because in episode five, um, a little bit of shit hits the fan. See, just just a little bit. That not, sucks that we're not on the same episode because we not, can't really. We can. We, we we got we got you know two weeks until we get there. But you know, <laughs> hopefully, they keep giving me two episodes at a time. Yeah, I'm patient, bro. I'm patient. Uh, but I'm telling you now, like I think with a little bit of stuff that hits the fan. Uh, cause there's still so much confusion. Yeah, and that's the good part is that like they never give you enough to leave you like you know what's gonna happen. They never give you enough, and it's like ah, uh, <laughs> like this is such good writing. Yes, man. It, and it's not like, like you know so how, like everyone loves anime right now with all the fighting, all the constant intensity. This mm-hmm. has the intensity without like no fighting. Yeah, without, you know, superpowers and, you know, banging people head against stone walls and stuff like that, you know? Man, it's crazy because if you go back to what, what was it, episode four, the summer release episode, mm-hmm. we just kind of glanced past this, like, eh, we're not going to watch this. <laughs> I remember I remember both of us like, yeah, we're probably not going to watch this because it just looks crazy. And I had to tell you, I'm going to give it a chance. Yep, yep, we did, we did say that, and here we are. It ended up being... And- in love. <laughs> In love. <laughs> the show is way too good, man. I can't I can't believe how good it is actually. And like I said, I didn't I don't fell in love with these these dub voice actors. Right. They're, and actresses, they're phenomenal. The they're year. So cool. The year is 2061 <laughs> when space travel is now possible and commercially viable. Like come on, man. Like at first I'm like come on, oh, oh, that's cool, you know. Like it's yeah. commercially viable. We're going to flying space now and i was like i'm i'm not even looking at that anymore but you actually watch the show and it's just like it's so good and i'm I'm so happy like oh, these characters man you definitely fall in love with them so if you're not watching <laughs> asher lost in space even though we spoiled a lot of it you still have to watch it because it 
we can't do no justice to how they develop these characters. Seriously, they're really, really good. <sighs> God, that show is just so great. <laughs> I'm glad that's a that's a good one to start off with because there's just like it gives you so many decent elements. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, there's gonna be like a couple of like slice of life moments, and those feel good. I'm down. I'm down. Those feel yeah. super good. Um, there's chemistry between multiple different like groups of the characters. Um, I can't wait till you get to episode four because even episode four is like enlightening. Episode five is enlightening, and mm. all of these things are going to give you like a different perspective, and it's surprising in general. Like every episode has surprise and like intrigue to it. I I I don't know who wrote it, but they need to write uh, all of my anime from now on. <laughs> because You're right. I don't, I can't believe they. How did you? Again, these are eight different characters that you're trying to have the audience, us, get to know. And I'm really intrigued in getting to know them. Like, we know a little bit about everybody so far, but still not enough, at least in episode three. Mm-hmm. Like, I know about, I know about uh, uh, Raffaele and her sister and how they became mm-hmm. sisters in, in that yep. situation. We know about the captain and his situation with him going on an actual camping trip with his teacher and his teacher dying and them students needing to basically go through a survival scenario. Yeah, we know that Zach's like the smartest dude around. Yes, exactly. Like he can uh, do so much. And the purple hair guy, I don't really remember him too. He's kind of forgettable. He's the most forgettable. His name is Luca. But he's the most forgettable, but he still has use. Like he's the craft, crafty one yeah. of, of them all. He's the one who is going to be doing most of the like quick engineering if they need yeah. to get something done really quick, like tools and whatnot. Uh, right. We know that uh, LaCroix, um, right? LaCroix, you know, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is the uh, the character that seems to have like a decent amount of charisma, but he mm-hmm. also um, is really good with like, and with like plants and, and wildlife and just random facts. Like he has information on deck he has it all yep he became second in command which was dope too yeah I, I thought he should be even though zach is is up there but he's pretty dope yeah you know, like my boy ugar who's the <laughs> who's the african-american voice actor <laughs> in, the, in the dub version whose voice is so dope man yeah. so dope for that character yeah boy uh ugar Zwake is going to be the um you know the the action guy he's the yeah, hunter you're yeah, he's your hunter. You're you're exceptionally talented. Like, yeah, yeah, sharpshooter. So speaking of that, at the end of episode three, we figured out he actually crafted a real gun. So I'm yeah. interested to see where that go. Oh man, no commentary. <laughs> There's no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, I love that show, man. Astro Lost in Space is worth the watch, man. 100%. If you haven't already. Um. What's next, man? You want to go to... Well, uh, I was going to say really quick, yeah. um, on the Facebook group, um, my dude AJ from North Carolina, <laughs> he shared a picture of a adult Naruto throwing a punch and getting blocked by Goten. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, man. It's it so funny. Like, uh, we, got, we got everybody kind of trying to figure out who could win between Naruto and Goten. And I'm just like... <sighs> that's... that's- an easy one for me. You it, think it, so? Because if it's Kid Naruto, then it's Goten. No, it's the Dot Naruto though. Oh shit! Hokage Naruto. Oh fuck! Uh, Naruto that blew a hole in the moon. See, but they they transmission 
teleporting. Yeah, Goten for sure. I would say Goten don't have instant transmission. But they can they can he, he can they go can super tele- saiyan. <laughs> yeah, they, they move so fast to ninjas they're teleporting. And ninjas can move fast too, but they ain't they ain't moving like any yeah. anybody from Dragon Ball Z. So you can't yeah. you can't well, compare it to I don't Akira, know. Akira Toriyama did say that uh Naruto in his personal opinion would be stronger than a lot of the uh Dragon Ball characters. How sway. That's what that's what hey, that's what Akira Toriyama said. I ain't say that. But he said he wouldn't be stronger than like obviously like Goku and whatnot. Goku Vegeta can't beat them. Uh but I do believe that he he put them at like at least Piccolo's level. And, no way. And possibly Gohan's. Um none of those he, people no. No. Yeah. No. I mean Naruto can move at the speed of light. Can he? Yeah. He can teleport basically essentially with his uh full full cloak transformation. Because mm. his father had instant teleportation, but him but just running is faster needed, than his father's teleportation. He needed a shirt he can do it. Like it's yeah, it's, it's ninja tools they need to do what they do. Naruto like, don't. Naruto just transforms. He don't, he can just move at the speed of light at will. <laughs> he don't need the, the, he don't need the shirt. Nine tails. Yeah, but it, I, I don't I don't still I still don't think he could fuck with a Kamehameha blast. Like it's I mean, just I don't see it. I get it. But he put a hole in the moon. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I can. That's all I can say. Like I, I think easily. This is what you do. I think it's a good do. competition. He can't. I don't think he can beat Goku. All right. So all, almost all the Dragon Ball Z characters can fly, right? Naruto can fly. He can't fly though. Like actual freaking glide. He can fly in QB form. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is a little I don't issue. I don't I think he can beat Goten. I don't I don't know about Gohan. I think Gohan would give it to him. Nope. Uh, Gohan but, wear glasses and do taxes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Goten can't beat Gohan. So I think Gohan would give it to him. I think Trunks would give it to him. I don't think he can beat Trunks or Gohan. I don't know. I got to it's so hard to compare because of the different powers these people have. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I, I was about to say something. I was about to state the whole obvious. I was about to say it's like two different worlds. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> oh wait, is it? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it's, yeah, it's so yeah, hard it's... to even compare the two. Indeed, indeed. So uh, uh, what, what what was we watching next, bro? Uh, we obviously gonna probably go to. Um, do you want to go to one that you watch and I'm not watching? Like your uh, yeah, yeah. I love I love to do that. Um, yeah. So I, you know, Lord L. Malloy. Yep. I told you last week the episode kind of disappointed me. Was poop. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointed me. This week episode was better. Um, Don't sound I mean, that much better though. Was it? I'm not. I'm not saying it was like yeah, ground shaking, mm-hmm. anything like that. But we got some really dope information, right? So okay. you know how uh, in original Fate series, Fate Zero, Fate Stay, you got um uh the the sword um or uh the blade wielder right we mm-hmm. find out that the sword wielder she is king arthur but she has to pretend to be a guy because king arthur is supposed to be a, a, a man right the use yeah yeah but we find out that his his assistant is actually a descendant of king arthur she wields king arthur's spear not sword which is a legendary weapon that 
is ridiculously powerful. And not only that, she all he um she also has um an item that can summon Ryder or um Alexander the Great. Mm. And it's like he literally has if there's another if there was another Holy Grail war, he has like three things in his possession that would like win make him help him win by landslide. Oh damn. Yeah. It's like unless Gilgamesh pop up. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But this episode was actually real clean. Like, um, the information was good. I really enjoyed the information they got. They solved the case. The only thing, and this is the only part that made me feel like it wasn't that good, was that this case was basically solved in the same manner as the previous case, where it wasn't more or less like the fact that someone who they were investi- investigating did something wrong. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that the house was the conduit or weapon. And I'm like, I can do that maybe twice, but if you do it again, where like an actual location is the, the weapon is going to be an issue, but they also did it back to back and it kind of made it very like, okay, this is unappealing, but they gave us a fight scene. They kind of gave us some backstory as to like the magical eyes and fairy eyes, how they work and whatnot. So that was really cool. And I think that in general, uh, they just the the fight scene was the best part. We we got them fighting a bunch of what they call black dogs. They're basically made out of lightning, mm-hmm. and the black dogs are made out of like what happens is essentially when um when when the thunderstorm is going on and a child or someone is killed, it makes an artificial fairy. Um, if they're not a child, if they are a child, they become a real fairy. But if it, if it's if it's an adult, it makes an artificial fairy, and they become these black dogs made out of lightning. So they fought these black dogs. Fighting was low key great, and we got to see like uh, King Arthur's spear in action. And I mean, it was it was nice. wasn't the best animated fight in the world, but it was something that like kind of got our made our mouth water a little bit, made us want more. So the pacing was better though. Like it was. Yeah. Oh, it was so much better than that last episode. That last episode yeah. was like a solid. I think what did I give it like two? Like I gave it a three. three but, yeah. Yeah. This last this this last episode I give like a, a six. Okay. Okay. So it's slowly starting to pick it up. What, now is this quickly turning into like your most disappointing anime of the summer season? Um, I mean, the most disappointing as... one is the one we stopped watching. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, no, it's not Demon Slayer. I'm tripping. Uh, I, I, Demon, whatever the fuck. Demon Lord retry. Demon Lord retry. There I still is. have uh, I still have expectations. Mm-hmm. I have hopes, but um, at this point, it's not like my hopes are the highest because I'm so like engrossed in other things that I can deal with this not being 100 like my favorite. But it, I I'm expecting them to lead up to a big end, but. We'll we'll see how that goes. I was about to say because this was your most in, your most anticipated when we did the summer release episode. Yeah, but then we hit Astro Lost in Space. Uh, Fire Force is getting really good. Demon Slayer is solid. We you know we just yeah, got so many good things right now. <laughs> so that's that's what I kind of wanted to uh, kind of wanted to go back to. So I went back to a show that I like was watching I think it was last year I can't remember the name of it that's how important it is oh you know what I remember it's um so it's a is it wrong to pick up a girl in the dungeon but this is the second season I watched the first episode of the second season today 
And watching it just made me remember that that anime wasn't as good as I thought. Like, it just, <laughs> compared to everything that I've been watching lately, this one was just, and maybe it was just because it's the first episode of the second season. It was, I couldn't remember half the things until half the episode was over. So I'm like, wait, who was that? Who was that again? Who was that again? Oh, and then I started, <laughs> I started putting it all together slowly but surely because they did a terrible job of just introducing you back to the character. Because again, it's been like three, four years before the season two came out, but it's not. I like once I remember who everybody was and what's actually going on, this show is not as good as I thought it was. Like season one, that is. So you know, funny, uh, funny thing is, uh, in the beginning of this podcast, you told me to go and watch it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was one that I recommended. <laughs> but the summer season has completely threw that off my recommendation list. Yeah, just 100%. take that off the list. Uncheck it. <laughs> you can you can miss it. You'll be just fine. It's not yeah. a must watch as I thought. But I can hey, I can admit it. It's not great. I'm gonna continue watching it, but I'm not gonna force myself to watch the subs. I'm gonna wait till the doves pile up a bit and then maybe watch it one of these days. <laughs> But other than that, I want to go to uh, I <laughs> my slice of life for the summer. Let's go. All right. I'll talk about my slice of life. I'm going to be watching this over to our future. Tell me that, but go ahead. Okay. So, you know, I was watching uh, uh, Would You Fall in Love with uh, with a Cutie if she, uh, if she Was a Pervert or whatever the fuck that long-ass title is. <laughs> I'm tired of saying it, goddammit. It's I a good you. show. <laughs> but this is, uh, I think I was uh, I'm on episode four or three. and uh, it kind of picks up where it left off, where he figured out that the uh, that's one chick was the uh, <laughs> was the freaking wants him to be a slave. So after after that, this is kind of the episode of the repercut the repercussion episode, basically. Yeah. So now he has these two girls. One wants to uh, be his pet, which is a uh, Say- Sayuki, and then the other girl wants to wants him to be his her slave, which is uh, Yuika. Now. Both these girls are coming head to head with each other because they both know each other's secret. And they're like, no, he's mine. He's mine. And they start fighting over each other. But this episode is just basically him like saying, look, I don't, I'm still upset. I don't know who this Underella is. (laughs) (laughs) Under my (laughs) Underella. Exactly. I still don't know who this girl is. And I don't, I don't want any of this. I don't want any fetish. And we, I actually figure out this episode that he is actually looking for love, like because uh, Yuika attempts to kiss him, and he's like, "This isn't right. This doesn't, this doesn't feel right because this isn't love." So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want my first kiss to go to something that isn't love. And he's like freaking out, and uh, the other uh, other chick Sayuki is like, "Hey, be let me be your." pet and blah 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 she attempts to kiss him he's like no this doesn't feel right this isn't love so he avoids that then it comes to the point where they're both together and he's tied up into a chair because the one that wants him to be a slave <laughs> tied him up to a chair it was about to like and was trying to have this like intense moment of taking his first kiss and he's like not down for it another girl that was in that room that may have left her underwear pulled him out of it and this episode was like it went by so fast because of I don't I don't I don't know how it did but <laughs> it went by so much faster than the other ones because they she one of the other girls pulled him out and her name is uh is which actually is my favorite character I, I wrote about it on Twitter unfortunately they don't 
have her picture on my anime list, so I can't. I'm gonna say her name is Mayo, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong, but one of the girls pulled him out and say, "Hey, I don't want you around all these girls. You gotta quit being so nice to these girls." And he's like, "He's like, oh, so is could this be her? Because she's actually being nice to him, but she's really one of the ones that give him like these dirty looks because he's always so nice to all of the girls, and she hates that shit. But she's yeah. like." She's like, every time she sees him, she blushes and, and whatnot, but she like, whatever, this guy, he's just a he's just a guy with a harem. But she's like finally sick of it and was about to confess to him when the episode ends. And that makes me so salty because it's probably in the next episode <laughs> gonna be another crazy ass fetish. And I hope not, because this is my my favorite character. They gotta leave you with a cliffhanger. I know, I know, man. She's she's definitely one of the best waifus in the show. Like the best waifu in the show. I wish this waifu is 10 waifus out of 10. Yeah, she's 100% 10 out of 10. Because, like, she's, again, she's another one of those super chill characters who's just, like, you know, kind of distant away from him, but she wants to be close to him, but she see all these girls around him, so she's, like, all right, kind of the jealous type, but it's the cute kind of jealous, you know what I mean? It's not the the absurd kind of jealous like the, the first two are. But I'm looking forward to that show continuing. I almost pushed through and went to the, went to the subs. <laughs> because there's five episodes of the subs and three episodes of the Dells, but I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna stick with these characters because I like the voice acting. Oh yeah, bro, you good? I wouldn't even necessarily do all of that. <laughs> What's your slice of life? I'm really interested in seeing and hearing it. So we, I mean, we've already talked about the first episode of this one, but it's the the how heavy are the dumbbells you lift? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. And Damn. I'm, I mean, I guess I, I don't know if they consider it slice of life, but they're giving it um comedy and edgy on um my anime list now mm. i only just watched the next episode the second episode not the i mean my continuation after the first oh okay and the really nice thing is that i mean i'm, I'm getting into working out and i've been doing 100 pull-ups every day for nice a while now and like this show is kind of one of those things that you kind of they give you information on working out information that i'm just now recently finding out other than this this um anime but it's really like it's really informational for people who like are really interested in working out. They even give you like a workout that you can do at the end of the show, and it's like, wow. yo, they legit in Japan trying to make sure their kids stay healthy. <laughs> Wait, so this, this is useful information? Yeah, it's like it's all factual, and it, they're like at the end of the episode, they all they all they say is, hey, this is an episode. This is something you can do if you can't do push-ups. Here, you can do this, and they show you how to do a plank. They give you the exact perfect stance or a form to do a plank which is basically the exact perfect form to do a push-up and it just gets you going they say 30 seconds keep your core tight all that kind of stuff I'm like yo this is like on point and uh this episode all it really was was that um our main character sakura found out that uh you know because she started going to the gym to lose weight mm-hmm. she actually finds she's... out that she gained weight oh. but but she's slimmer you know, and okay, it's because so she's putting on muscle mass, right? And it gives you the information that you know, like if you didn't know before, this is just information that you will now know. And it's like it's right. just low key cool, like you know, like I'm not asking for a lot, like I'm just asking to turn on anime and chill, you know, that kind of thing. I finished yeah. my hundred pull ups during this during this first episode, this second episode. You know, it's twenty three minutes. Dope. I did my hundred pull ups, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I actually uh, I had it on in English. I watched Uh-oh, it. Oh, let's go. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, I, because so, you're working out. So obviously. Yeah. Now I, I had it on and dubbed, right? And mm-hmm. I listened to it and then I'll go back and watch it in um, the subs just to see. And bro, it's just, everything is so different in subs. Like, is it really though? Yeah, I, I think I would be okay if I watched it in dub and had the uh the in, the English subtitles because that, at least I get both both translations. Yeah, so that's a topic that I want to save for next week. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna say this I asked, out now. I asked Let's, the group chat. Yeah. Oh, you asked them already. Yeah, I asked the uh, the Facebook group. They gave me a response. What they say? Uh, I mean, so. When it when it came comes to I said so what's everyone's opinion are we preferring subs or dubbed? We have nine votes for uh, dubbed anime and twenty one votes for subtitles. Okay, but sounds about at, right. At least like twelve people said they they do both. Exactly. Okay. So which I'm one of those people who do both. So, so this is this is this is my thing. This is a full. I want to do like. A set week where we, yeah, where we, we can decide. save it for next week. Yeah, so a full topic of where we both watch three or four shows, both subbed and dubbed. Like some of them we can find where we could just watch both of them. Like so, let's say if it's for example episode f- five of Fire Force, watch it subbed and then watch the dub, watch the dubbed and see what we think. Mm-hmm. When I when I was flipping back and forth between subbed and dubbed on some shows just to kind of see, there is essentially essentially almost no different, minus like the wording of stuff, right? Yeah. So sentences can be said backwards in Japanese via the subtitles. They're just yeah. put forward in English dub. So that's really the only difference I saw. But I, 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 w- really- I will say. The the only thing that I saw that 100% made me like made me feel validated in my idea that I prefer subs. And like I said, mm-hmm. this doesn't take away my opinion of people who prefer dubs. But um, I sent you the clip before. Um, and this isn't the only clip. I'm, I'm going to talk about two different clips. The one clip was uh, one of my favorite anime battles is a Pokemon episode. Yeah. Um, Ash Greninja versus Mega Sceptile. And in English, they have not even the same music is licensed for it. And the music to me in English is so much worse. It doesn't get me hype. It doesn't make me feel any emotion. And it's just like, I'd rather watch it in Japanese. Even if I, di- if I didn't have subtitles, I would much rather watch it in, watch in Japanese. But then I also watched My Hero Academia, oh, the, uh, the muscle fight. Yeah. I watched that in sub versus dub. And um, I feel like the last part where he does a scream was better and dubbed, but they actually cut scenes. They cut scenes out when he was fighting muscle that mm-hmm. that were in the sub. Like he doesn't he doesn't reach like um All Might does and says, um, you know, I'm going one million percent and then throws a punch. He literally they they cut they cut that part out. Really? And I'm just like, y'all, y'all literally are erasing scenes from it or uh, removing parts because you don't have it in sub. And I'm just like, that kind of bothers me a bit. And mm. that's, that's one of the things that, that draws me away from dubs. But I feel like the, the correlation is, de- it depends on the show, you know? Right. Yeah. I don't see, again, I don't, if it's a dub version, I'm gonna watch that first. 
So I don't really notice if they cut anything out. But like, did it, was it that essential? Well, uh, it kind of is a callback to, you know, when, and you watched My Hero Academia, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. All right. So in the first season, All Might goes all out. He says, he, go, he goes above 100%. He reaches for the light. He grabs it and says, plus ultra, and he throws this punch, right? Mm-hmm. It's super hype. He knocks a Nomu into the sky. We don't even see it. We'll see where it lands, how hard he hits it. Um, uh, Midoriya does the same thing, but instead of being able to grab, like he reaches for it, he can't quite grab it. He closes his hand and he mm-hmm. just goes 100% or 1 million percent and he pushes. And that's when he actually gains the power to push muscle back. He had to like do that, like mind reach for that 1 million percent and he's able to overpower gotcha. muscle and throw him back. And it's like, to me, that extra piece made it more like emotional and more hype. Because I remember watching that scene, I stood up, I was like, let's go. And in the dub, like the part that made me say let's go was more or less the last part when you hear him scream, not and that's in what the I was, middle of it. That's what I was going to say, because the, I mean, Japanese versions of shows have so much more uh, camp or corny to them. <laughs> so I thought maybe that could have been it, but it, it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's really only like a... It. It wasn't kind of important. Yeah, it's only it's really only like a, a three second clip, but mm-hmm. to me that three seconds is like almost imperative to like the the intensity and the power of the shot. I'm about to say because I definitely I fucking a hundred percent felt that emotion during that fight, and they it, it would I would never forget it. Like that's one fight that I will <laughs> always remember forever because of the emotion that was put behind it because of where they play that song that we talked about. Mm-hmm. And that theme song you episode. Right. Yeah. Just, just you wait for this next season. There's gonna be a way better fight. No, I can't. Oh wait. my god, I'm so hyped. The manga was so good. Speaking of speaking of fight, let me go ahead and talk about that black clover fight that you were so hyped about. Oh, come on, you better, you better. <laughs> I watched it and subbed, and then I had the opportunity to watch it in dub because it came yeah. out a week later. It wasn't that great to me. Oh. Now it wasn't as great as that, uh, Malia, what's her name? Melody, Melody, Leon, Mary Leona. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as good as that fight. And that's why I'm like, because all it was, was okay. This is what it was. It was a bunch of flying around and missing. That's all it was. Everybody was just missing each other. The animation was halfway decent. Cause it was some parts was animated. Some parts wasn't like if you were flat it, like it, it will flash sometimes like he would miss his time spell. It would flash and his face wouldn't be drawn on. <laughs> it would just be a blank. It'll be a blank sheet of a person. And then the same goes for the uh, for Lick. Like it was it was it wasn't that impressive to me. It was just wow. a bunch of moving around and, and missing each other until that until that last moment where he got that that light sword off in him. That's when I was like, oh, shit. That's when I that's when I felt something because the way he had to do it was fucking genius for Lick to do it because he sacrificed literally the entire kingdom, almost the entire kingdom. No, it was the entire kingdom. What wasn't it? Yeah. Lick had yeah. a sword above everyone in the entire kingdom. Everyone in the entire kingdom. And I'm like, holy shit. Now this is what I'm fucking talking about. And as it was going down, that that buildup right there was the best part of that episode. And I'm just like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. no. and then 
he oh, saves yeah. it and then gets that slash off. And I'm like, yeah, that that was pretty great. Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, I get it. I, uh, I understand that. Now, much to it. I will tell you that much of the anime community who saw that episode was mad. Hey, I know. I know. Um, they all disagree with me. I can feel it. I'm I can not, feel them listening to this with, that's with what, the that's look want. on their face. We want them to disagree, right? We want, <laughs> we want to have some, um, some, we want to have some difference to us. Now, the reason I liked it was, yes, definitely 100% the fight. And in the manga, it didn't show us all the animation like that. It just showed us that the Wizard King was super powerful, and then he dies because he had to protect the entire, uh, entire land. But that's what I really liked was that the Wizard King, and uh, to me, you could see it. The Wizard King was more or less warming up. Step by step, he's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to blast you here. Oh, I'm missing. I'm going to blast you here. I'm missing. Oh, I'm going to blast you here. I cinched your shirt. I'm going to blast you here. I cinched your hair. And it's getting more and more like he's, it doesn't look like he's trying. And yet he's, he's doing the most ridiculous stuff. He's keeping up with someone who supposedly has a magic that's superior to his. The only one that can right. actually destroy him is light magic. And instead of him being overwhelmed, he is literally putting him on the defensive and this is like to me it was more or less showing like this is what the wizard king is the the actual big bad boss this is the boss this is the person who is supposedly the end game for for humanity right now like he could kill everyone in humanity but he has to get past the wizard king first and the wizard king is making him look like a fool and that's what i loved about it until the wizard king has to protect the entire entire land and it's like he did what he had to do you know, and that's where yeah. that's where the Wizard King sacrifices himself. And that's what I liked about it is that. Oh, OK, that's what I liked about how. Um, how well everything was kind of overall directed, like I felt like it was choreographed well in terms of how the fight was going. So I, I, like, I guess they were trying to show that the Wizard King was the strongest in that fight, like you were saying. But my problem is. How did Melanie? I can't say her name. <laughs> the lion chick how did her fight look so much better though like it looks so much better like as far as animation goes like when she moves you you felt her move and you saw that you saw the impact that she gave when she hit him i guess it's because um and they did say this during the episode so i guess this kind of makes a little bit more sense now that i'm thinking about it the wizard king wasn't trying to hurt the uh, uh was it the golden dawns captain like yeah, that was, he wasn't trying to hurt vengeance exactly so he that that makes a little bit more sense but again it literally was just it it was just a body floating and sometimes his face would be drawn on and sometimes it wouldn't be and it was just kind of going around in circles with, with with flashing lights i like that shit where they like in fire force when they fighting you see the spins and the kicks and the punches like th- uh, and you can hear it and you can feel it I didn't, I, I just didn't feel it. I'm sorry, uh, my check waifu waifu Facebook group. Y'all going to eat me alive for that. But I just, I'm, <laughs> it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't tickle me. It's, I, hey, like <laughs> I said, I get it. Um, <laughs> it was probably my favorite part of the anime so far. And it's, it's literally the only reason I, I went back to the anime to watch. Mm-hmm. But are um, you going to continue to watch it? Probably not because my <laughs> next, my next favorite part won't be here for like, 20 episodes oh okay so you're just watching parts yeah because the only parts i i, I truly care about are what's already basically happened already in the manga 
Well, I want to see more or less like I've already seen it, you know, or, or read it. So I want to see the important parts, like the big parts actually drawn out and um, put on the, the screen. That's what, that's what I'm more hype about. So when it gets to chapter 214, speaking of Black Clover, uh, I actually take back what I said, though, about uh, throwing the whole show away after uh, chapter 214. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you changed your mind back again? <laughs> yeah, because they explained it, and I'm kind of like, Okay, I'm not mad at that anymore. Uh, it for any any of my people who view, um, who, who reads the manga, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not mad at it anymore. They showed us why. Um, it all makes sense. <laughs> Polo Polo doesn't know, so uh, I have no idea what the fuck spam, is going on. Spam the email. <laughs> like how I was spoiled when I figured out that uh, vengeance was lit. Yeah, but spam the email, uh, spam Polo. Let them know what happens in chapter two fourteen. You all so very much. <laughs> Don't hate us, love us. That's what we're here for. So, uh, just a heads up: Demon Lord Retra is just slightly below, uh, from the commonplace to a world strongest, which is interesting because I watched episode three, and um, he fought the Scorpion, the terribly animated. CGI animated scorpion. I told you. Oh my god, dude! I'm like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yep, this is what made Montel say it because this shit looks gross, dude. Disgusting. So bad, but but the character is still so dope to me, man. And the character progression only gets better. Um, I like the way he. I like the way he's handling this shit. Shit. Did he, uh, for you, did he come out the cave yet? Yes, and it's so good. So, like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he comes out and he he finds what he's looking for, bro. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get there because that's an important, important part. You say what? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, find, we'll talk about when we get to episode five because okay. that's, a, Damn, that's a pretty five. important part. Yeah. I might just go ahead and watch the subs. Yeah, I might just watch the subs because it's like, it's getting good enough to where I'm like, okay, I kind of want to know what happens. <laughs> I kind of want in the, in the voice actors. I'm not that attached to, like I am attached to, uh, uh, the pervert cutie one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You definitely got to enjoy it. Yeah. I, I just get, I get attached to some of the, the voice actors. Like my hero, I can never, like I watched the subs. Like when it first came out, I watched the subs and then I watched the dubs. I could never go back to the, the subs because, it's just like Dragon Ball Z. I can never go to the subs of Dragon Ball Z either. God, Goku's voice is terrible, bro. <laughs> now, it's so bad. Actually, I was talking about that too, right? And this is my biggest complaint with sub sub anime. The big shonen anime, like I feel worst. like they yeah, they choose the worst voice actors. <laughs> like Goku's voice actor, um, obviously is a female. Yeah. And yeah. She sounds like a woman, and why? <laughs> why are we making Goku's voice super high pitched like that? Now in Dragon Ball Super, it is better. He doesn't sound like a it's little like, a little girl. It's like one octave down. Yeah, but it, it does sound better. It's like they edited it down or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then they actually took that same voice actor and made uh, her Luffy's voice actor in One Piece. But oh, I don't know. No. I don't know if you remember this though. But do you remember One Piece ever being on Toonami? Yeah, of course. Luffy's voice actors still sound like an annoying little girl. Absolutely. In English. And I'm I'm just like, why did we do this? 
can we just like cut this anime off the TV and just <laughs> and and I, I'm sorry I take that back. I do like One Piece, but let's be real. Uh, the American voice actor and the anime voice actor was horrible, straight trash. It's just like Black Clover and Austin's voice, man. His both voices are so it's the yelling. <laughs> yes, man, it's horrendous. It's horrendous. I think I could tolerate the sub Asta a little, just a little bit more because it's not as high pitched, but fuck, it's bad. Speaking of that, man, let's go. Let's go to fucking Fire Force, man. Uh, already? So, yes. Okay, man. let's do it. We let's have do to. it. Oh, you, well, no, we got to go to the ones within first before we go to Fire Force. Fire Force yeah, is a little bit later. That's a little tease for y'all. But the ones within, again, doesn't disappoint. Now, this one, again, this is another show whose pacing is just fantastic, minus episode two. But the pacing in, in this show is so good because of, again, the way they're developing the characters. Like, we learned about the stealth dude's little sister actually being a part of the beta version of the Ones Within game that they're in right now. And exactly. And that's the main reason why he was into joining this game. That's dope. Yeah. We found out he let himself get abducted on purpose. On purpose, um, yeah. But before I say that, the first thing I want to say is Polo, at some point, I don't know what point it's going to be, but at some point, you got to let episode two go. <laughs> <laughs> it's objectively bad. We get it. <laughs> I can't let that episode go, it, it man. It will be the worst <laughs> episode of the season. Dude, I can't let that episode go because it's what, it's what knocked that show all the way down. Because if you remember, that was my most anticipated show. That... That brought that brought me down, man. <laughs> brought now, me down like a dumbbell. This episode let me see my favorite person in the anime, uh, Yuza Romori, kind of like just sitting back and just watching everyone. And she has this little evil smirk as usual. She's You're kind of wondering what she's anticipating. Yeah, right. One hundred percent the best. And I loved how uh, what's our boy name. Onigasaki, uh, oh. Kai, Kaikuko, mm-hmm. the sword wielder, the one who fights. Yeah. He, I loved how he kind of told Oshigiri, like, look, you're losing your head. You need to step out for a second. I'll take care of this. And <laughs> I loved how he handled that, you know? Like, yeah. hey, hey, man, you're panicking. You're losing your cool. This is not going to work out the way you want it to because of that. Yeah. And he handled it. And then even after that, the demon tried to get him and tried to say, you're jealous of how me and my grandfather are, aren't you? Because yep. you and your family aren't like this. And he's like, okay, that's fine. You could tell he was a little away. salty and he still walked away. Because if you remember, the stealth dude said that to him at first. Like, hey, you got to keep your... No, to the... no, he said that to the fighter dude. It's like, no, we need people who keep their cool in this mission because uh, shit getting real, basically. Exactly. <laughs> and even though like he'll never get the information of his sister, if he was if he was to lose his cool, he was gonna try and kill that girl and he there's no way to get the information at that point. And also the demon grant the grandfather would have fucking murdered him. All of them. Just we saw point. Yeah, exactly. We saw how powerful he was when he attacked Akoski and Akoski almost got his neck choked off yeah and and even Paka didn't really want to fight him you could tell like he was more or less like hey i'll just reset everything yeah like anymore i can i can end this quickly the alpaca said and i'm like that made me super curious like into this mystery because of 
how Akoski talked to the alpaca and alpaca telling him, look, I can't he, leave. He because of a promise. Yeah, because of a promise. And I'm like, wait, what? And then what's the, when, what's the promise? Exactly. And then when Akoski started crying, the same thing our favorite girl said, what? What yeah. is he crying for? What is he crying for? <laughs> yeah, Why like, is what? he crying? And and it was also really kind of cool to see him do his continuous thing where he kind of lends that helping hand mm-hmm. and that's always cool and i kind of feel like that's why he was brought here you know he's he was brought here to to be the unifier of the group yeah and i and to be honest i'm so glad that they reminded us that he's the master of escape room games yeah and I, I, I totally forgot i totally forgot about that like i'm I, sitting back like well oh yeah and I was even going to say, I think that's why he did what he did, right? Because yep. they assumed that he was unconscious when um, yep. when Grandpa had him up in the air choking him, right? But mm-hmm. when he was on the ground, he said, oh, you were awake during all of that. And he said, right. yes, remember, I'm the master of escape games. He just played dead, basically, because he knew that, you know, Alpaca was going to come save him. He knew that he's an important piece in this somehow. <laughs> and now he just confirmed it, basically. Exactly. So good, man. I love the way this show is, is turning out. And it would be the best if we find out at some point he's just like completely playing the system and he's some kind of like douchebag in the end and he's really not this super nice guy. Or he's, he's really the, good at escape games and yeah. he's figuring out everybody. Or he's really the Monokuma of this whole situation. Right. Oh, it'd be beautiful. <laughs> it'd be so sick. Oh, man. Yeah, so, it's, it, it's pretty good. Um, I was going to say, before we go to uh, Fire Force, because I do want to talk about Fire Force, because that episode was fire. Uh, literally. <laughs> um, CJ, on the Facebook group, he hey, said, he my said brother. <laughs> right, a brother from another. Anyone <laughs> catch that Kengen Ashura on Netflix? And I actually did. I watched the first episode. Wait, what? What was it yeah, called? Yeah, Kengen Ashura. It, now, just how like I didn't like the CGI and commonplace the world's strongest mm. yeah, and this is basically all cgi anime but it was actually much better like the cgi was much better than the the, the scorpion and any other cgi creature in that anime, <laughs> yeah, anime. I'm, yeah. I'm so glad because that anime was garbage yeah that cgi and and commonplace the world's strongest they need more uh budget but yeah. <laughs> hopefully if it continues to do well, they'll get a better budget. But King and Ashra is it's a fighting anime and they these people don't seem to have any kind of superpowers or anything like that. But it, it seems like more or less a street fight. And mm. I definitely think it's gonna be really good. Like these people train their entire lives to fight one another. Uh our main character, we see him go up against this uh business like security guard essentially. And puts the hands to this dude like this dude has like this fighting god on his back super big tattoo <laughs> looks like a yakuza boss oh and he throws the hands at this dude dislocates his shoulder and throws him on the ground and shows that this big guy is not really that tough you don't have to be big to be tough and then he goes, he, yeah and then this old old man old man is uh watching the entire fight and when he walks past the old man asks him what's your name and our uh our character what's his name here oma tokita oma tokita he looks at him and he says uh my name is oma tokita and what's your name and the old man says yamashita sir you know because he's respecting this dude that he just saw with all this strength (laughs) and tokita is like did you want to fight me right 
yeah, Tokido's like, did you want to fight me? And Yamashita's like, uh, no, I can't beat you. <laughs> so Taki, Tokido's like, that's disappointing. I thought you would at least try it or something like that. And he walks away. And this was actually pretty funny. After Yamashita sees him fight, he goes and, like, he has sex with a girl. You know, he comes in the girl, all that kind of stuff. You know, he does what? some pretty explicit stuff because he wants to uh, spread his seed, basically. He felt like, and the way they describe it is really cool. He, he felt... Um, he felt like he just saw an apex predator and survived. So his 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 instincts to kick in, instincts kicked in to like preserve life and you know breed basically. Oh, because he felt like what death was looking at him, and it was pretty Damn. cool. Ends up meeting the guy again, and now he has to take care of the dude. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so it's a it's fully CGI from the looks of the trailer. Yeah, it's fully CGI, but it's it's not it's not the worst CGI I've seen. It's it's actually pretty decent. And it's it, super interesting. Yeah, it reminds um reminds me of Baki, which another one of my friends yeah. just told me he's gonna read the manga for that. So I'm gonna dive in that soon too. Yeah, it it has like shell shaded look to it. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it looks look at that. like I said, it looks better than <laughs> than the other ones we were talking about. <laughs> So I added it to the plan to watch list. Appreciate that, CJ. CJ. Boy, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anything else you got from the Facebook group? Yeah, I got, uh, let me see. Okay. I got, a, I mean, technically I got a couple of little things here, but we're going to talk about this one. Um, I asked the Facebook group on Friday. So who do we think had the worst tortured trouble story, right? So the person who had the worst tortured and or troubled story and i gave three people and you could have added if you wanted one uh my first person i uh put in the group was guts from berserk ken kaneki from tokyo ghoul or natsuki subaru from re-zero and who had it the worst and who was the most tortured i chose not to vote on this one because i didn't want anyone looking at my suggestion and taking that answer but uh, I already guts, know who I'm voting for. Guts won with 11 votes. What? Yeah, Ken Kaneki got two votes, and Not Natsuki of- Superu got one vote. That's bullshit. Y'all need to watch ReZero. <laughs> watch ReZero right fucking watch now. Watch it right now. Turn off this podcast and watch it, and then come back. We'll wait. Right. <laughs> we might have to put a link in the in the uh, description or something, because. <laughs> Seriously, ReZero is one of the best. Anim- it was the one anime that we both had in our top five list. I, that's what I said. It's literally one of the best anime. And it's not super long. That first episode, it benefits from being longer. And mm-hmm. it's worth watching. Um, but, like, yeah, I also agree. Natsuki Superu. He he literally, his whole his whole story was, like, just, like, horrible. Yeah, we're not like, even going to spoil it. We're not even going to spoil it. I can't imagine sitting through the stuff he sat through. Now, Guts Guts had to sit through some stuff, too. Like, I'm going to be real. Right. But come on. Guts had the ability to do his thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Guts won by a landslide. But I will also say, um, one of my I, friends also commented and said, there's a reason I won't watch Berserk. That story is notorious for having tortured characters. And there are several tortured characters, but we're only talking about one specifically. 100%. But imagine Guts not being able to defend himself. Yeah, and in any way. even if he even if he could defend himself, <laughs> you have to. Oh, dude, I, no spoilers. Yeah, he, we got it. You have to 
have to watch it. Like we cannot recommend that anime enough. Like no matter if you if you don't even watch anime and you listen to this podcast just to support the boys, go watch that show because that show is definitely one of the most interesting. Not only does it have does it have like slice of life in it, but it has the action. It also has the fucking sadness. And it at one point makes you hate the main character. I know I did when it he makes had, you hate everyone too. Everyone yeah, else too. Exactly. <laughs> I hate his choice that he made when that very, very uh impactful scene happened. And I'm <laughs> pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It involves one of the waifus of the show. Uh huh. Fuck it killed me, man. That's we actually Connor and I actually talked about that specific scene, and that, it, we, he actually said the same exact thing. He was so upset with that, and then how that character me. basically falls off mm-hmm. from the anime from that episode four. It's like, yep. oh, where you at, Shorty? Yep. Nowhere. Okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, definitely watch that show though. Like, figure out a way to watch it. Get a Verve account. Get a Funimation account. The dub is there. Where whatever you just watch that show. It's so good. All right. Oh, I got it. I got, I got a little amped. <laughs> right. I got one two vote. more things from the Facebook. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Not Natsuki, Natsuki got one vote. God damn it. I'm not mad. I'm just <laughs> yeah, and that's only because I didn't vote. If I would have voted, he would have had two. <laughs> I know, right? All right. The the next one from the group was uh my boy Rith Dan. He had shared uh, a Super Smash Bros. anime slash Dragon Ball Super opening. Right, they did a Super Smash Bros. with uh, the Limit Break opening from um, Dragon Ball Super, and it made me want to ask the question. I didn't ask this on the Facebook group yet, but I, I should. And I was gonna ask you this, Polo. If you had to choose a game to get an anime, which video game would it be? And I think Super Smash Bros. is a great one. That's not my game I chose, but I do have a game I have in mind, and it's actually kind of hilarious. A game that should be... Uh, an anime that should be a game? A game that should be an anime. A game that should be an anime. Shit. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, I was about to say one that's already one. Um, I, w- I would have to say... Fuck, man. I would... Want this to be live action, but Red Dead, bro. Red Dead Redemption? That yeah. would be great. Yeah. yeah I was Red actually, Dead. I thought you were going to say The Witcher. No, that's, I mean, that's already getting a live action, but it's only based off the books. Yeah. But an anime would be dope. Now, what I chose, and this is like, literally, I thought about this as soon as I saw it. I was like, yeah, I would love for Kingdom Hearts to get an anime. And then I was like, oh, wait, Kingdom Hearts has a manga. Mmm. And I was like, wait, so now I got to choose something else. So I, I ended up saying Twisted Metal would be dope as, a, uh, oh, as an anime. That's interesting. Yeah. And you know, I hate cars. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I love Twisted Metal so much. It was my childhood. <laughs> I would love to see Sweet Tooth animated, dude. <laughs> That'd be sick. That's animated Sweet Tooth. I do think, uh, I don't know, super, it's super hard for me to say that because I, I play like so many different types of games that I don't think should be an anime. Like I don't think Black Desert should be an anime. Like that's yeah, and that's a hard one to do because I feel like it would follow the Blade and Soul trend. Yeah, nobody wants that. But yeah. but when I think about it though, that story, the updated story they got in Black Desert is actually pretty fucking creepy. This black spirit taking over you as an adventurer. You trying to figure out what the hell is going on with that and people getting corrupted and 
Maybe it'll be a good one. Maybe it'll be a better one than Soul ever was. It'd be dope if they made it like a horror slash action. Exactly. Yeah. It was like a Baki mixed with another or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be crazy. Oh, man. Speaking of uh, another uh, anime, like we need to start doing like a recommended section of this podcast where we just recommend like one or two shows. 100%. Cause I was just talking to Connor on Twitter about it, like, like, cause he every episode that we mentioned, he he writes down and he watch, and I mean it goes to show because he watched Classroom of the, of the Elite. What else did he watch recently? He was watching High he, School. He watched Three Zero because he recommended it. Oh, okay, so yeah, that's a, that's another hey, good one. He binged that in two days, bro. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. That's too much emotion for me. I had to split that over like a week. Right, be at home <laughs> crying for what? I know. <laughs> I was hit. I was hit so hard, but yeah, we should we should do that. Maybe if we didn't have so much anime to talk about, we could we could do yeah. that for sure. We already recommending what ten anime. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so back to the to the summer shows, Fire Force, man. Oh my goodness! Oh All my right. god! So we get introduced to the captain of the the fifth company of the uh, of the fire soldiers. My which God, is a waifu. Which is a waifu. She's a waifu for sure. But then I saw the the type of waifu she was, and I instantly hated her. Yeah, that's not your, <laughs> uh, your kink right there. No, man. You, it's, it's, I, I don't like the girls who think just treating dudes like shit is hot or whatever. Or whatever that weird situation was. I, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> but, like, hey, this goes back into the episode before that where they talked about how, you know, the uh, eighth company is like investigating all of the other companies to figure out who's up to no good. And the fifth look looking like they're kind of suspect. Yeah. They kind of suspect as fuck because of the way um, she was uh, referring to the eighth company. Like she hates their guts for whatever reason. It looks like her and the captain of the uh, captain of the eighth have like some history that we don't know, know about yet. Yeah. They also called them uh, a powerless like pleb basically. And yeah. I was like, no, what's wrong? <laughs> What's True. up with that? True. They treat him like a second class citizen because he ain't got no powers and he's a captain. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. I think I think there's something up with this company because they it it go it starts off with this um with this guy who's going to trial and he he basically he was a fire a regular firefighter that murdered what they say, four people. Yeah, he murdered four people and he just he, yeah, he just murdered them. <laughs> Yeah, we found out that he murdered those people because uh, Arthur and um, goodness gracious, what am I? Why am I blanking? Arthur and Shinra get mm-hmm. sent to basically get a dog out of a tree. They Which find is... out it's one of the three mascot dogs, and they ask him, "Why'd you get put up in the tree?" Right, and he basically tells them, "We get we are basically getting picked on now because there's a firefighter who murdered someone, and you know, giving them that backstory." And we find out about the murderous firefighter and how he's giving, you know, the fire soldiers a bad, um, a bad rap. Mm-hmm. So as they're doing that, his trial is going and he turns into an inferno. Yeah. And a sentient one at that. Like he can still speak. He still have his memories, his thoughts. And he's just a, basically a normal person, but ha- now has infernal powers, which was uh, insane. So intense. (laughs) 
So he decides that, okay, now that I have this power, I'm going to kill a few humans because I saved so many. Oh, but this is before, before that though, we figure out that he was found not guilty for killing those four people, which was baffling to the entire world. And that's why they were picking on the dog because he got off basically for what they call a psychiatric. Because he, uh, he, yeah, he considered himself a psycho. So he got off from being crazy. Right. So you kill four people and just basically get away with murder. And he even said that during his case, like, Hey, I got away with it before he, right, right before he turned into an inferno. And, and killed the he, judge that gave got him off. Exactly. Right before he turned into an inferno though, that noise it made, man, this sound, the sound design in the show is so perfect. It's crazy. Like yeah. it, it sounds like it blows out your speaker intentionally, but it doesn't have the same hurt. You know what I mean? Like, in your headphone, like your headphone isn't actually blown out, but it has that sound effect like it does. Well, that's because also the ashes came out at that point in time, too. Yeah, yep. And it, that's that's just how explosions sound. And I love it, man. I freaking love it. Every time Shinra fucking takes off or, or does his, his spinning kick or whatever. His breakdancing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, his breakdancing. It just sounds amazing. But, I mean, this episode was was a lot slower paced, but it still was paced well enough to where you're like super interested in what the heck is going on. Well, it also gave us like, not necessarily lore, but it gave us more insight yeah. to how the actual civilians feel about the fire soldiers. Right. Right. And how their kind of their perception of the fire soldiers is being tainted because of what yeah. other companies are doing. Not necessarily the eighth company, but what right. other companies are doing or eighth squad, yeah. you know, and we figure out that the fire soldiers feels like, the civilians are basically nothing like the people from the fifth company pushed down a little kid and it pissed Shinra off. Like, yo, you, we supposed to be their heroes and this is how you act. And then that's when he kind of flips out and kind of shows his stuff against them. And they're yeah. like, okay, he well, got some moves. So yeah. And Habana, which I, I, I have to be real with this. I always think it's dope when there's a character who has some kind of power and she can just say, sit, and do ain't doesn't have any choice but to like just lay down. Yeah. Now that does seem <laughs> that a bit nice. overpowered, but it seems as if she can only do that if she looks him in the eyes. Yeah, or she she can only do that and nothing else, you know? Like she can't actually do that and attack you. Right. That so, could be it. I th- I think it's just like the eyes, to be honest. Like cause some about her eyes, like but then again, don't all her eyes like Yeah. I think they all have like some kind of glint to them, yeah, like blue yeah. glint or something. Like, like the devils turn red. Uh, what's his name? The night turns blue or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, now, I don't know. I don't so, know. what did you um? What did you rate this episode? This episode is, an, is a seven for me, and only because it was kind of slower paced, but I still like the character development, the world development. It's developing kind of like a a a, a shonen like like Naruto, like slower now, but I feel like it's gonna pick up because I think this is only twenty four episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I was gonna say I can give it. I would give it a seven as well, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's because it's slower. I just gave it a seven because I enjoyed the backstory and I think that it had a just a decent build in general. It just wasn't you know top top as of the line episode. As the other episodes were, yeah. Pretty dope. All right, let's move on to the next one. Are we going to Dark Stone? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So it was episode five of Dr. Stone. <sighs> oh, God, Polo. Come on, bro. Okay. <laughs> Come on, bro. So here we go. This episode goes into two parts for me. And the two parts starts off with uh, after, uh, what's his name? Fucking Sayuka. That's his name, Sukasa. right? Sukasa. Sukasa actually does kill uh, Senku, which was which we thought would have been dope. And it was really dope. <laughs> but uh, Taiju gets to him and figure out that he's dead and they're crying and stuff like that. But apparently Yuzuria and Taiju had a plan all along to basically escape Tsukasa when he got there. And well, I was gonna say I don't think we that I don't think that was a plan they had all along. I think they just kind of no, came up with that kinda, on the spot. They just kind of came up with that on the spot, and it kind of worked out, right? Like it, yeah, it helped them get away because she threw the black power at Sukasa. He was like, "Well, what is what is going on?" He threw up the rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the rock came down and, and hit the gunpowder, and they yeah. were able to escape via, I, I guess, a an incendiary, Ex- yeah, like an explosion. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it was super cool though, right? Because like, um. Sukasa is looking at Taiju as hold up. Like, maybe Taiju will attack me since I've broken kind of like this code and Senku is gone. Like, maybe Taiju yeah. has a reason to attack me now. Yeah. So, so I, I might sees, have to fight Taiju. Yeah. He sees, like, because he had his back to Taiju at first and walking away, as in he knew Taiju was going to attack him. But mm-hmm. Taiju grabs this giant boulder and just slings it in the air. And uh, Sukasa's like, the way they evaluate you. stuff is so fucking dope, man. I, yeah. I just wish this how the show was all the fucking time, man. <laughs> all the fucking time. If it was like yeah. this the entire time, the show would be easily number one, 10 out of 10, great. Because then it um, it continues. Yeah, so so that, was like, that was like the first two and a half, three minutes of the show. Um, right. And then it goes into backstory <sighs> about our, our favorite character, Senku. <laughs> ah, Resident Sleeper, bro. Now... I, I enjoy backstory. Polo yes. does not. No, I'm not going to say I don't. <laughs> I do. I do definitely do. But it's when it's so poorly paced, it pisses me off. And so what would have made the backstory better for you then? If it was about, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes shorter. Because it was literally 15 most minutes of, of the yeah, episode. It was most of the episode. I mean, and, and like, okay, the way they could have done it was, like, it could have been structured way better. Like, you you go to what's happening now, that that stuff, that action pack awesomeness evaluation stuff happens, and then they're running away. As they're running away, you go into a flashback for literally 15, 16 minutes of the episode, and then they come back for, what was it, like two minutes where they f- figure out, oh, he has a little piece of, um, a piece of stone petrification on his neck. Oh, well, that makes sense because now we figured out that Senku was messing around with his neck quite a bit intentionally to get Tsukasa to aim for his neck. They figured which that out. I said that. Which I was predicted incredible. It. Yeah. It, which was dope. And then they flash back again and that's it. It's just all flashbacks from the rest of the fucking episode. And that was disgusting the way they did that. No. And the, back, I, and the backstory wasn't shit that we didn't already know. I, I agree though. Like so they didn't need so much backstory. I was okay with, with most of the backstory because I feel like it gave us more insight into Senku's actual mind itself, into a little bit more as to who he was. And it even showed us, I think, 
uh, like, cause in the beginning it showed Sukasa wanting to kind of be friends with Senku and then, you know, but it did drag on too long. It was entirely yeah, like, too long. Yeah. That whole Senku, that whole Sukasa, Hey, if we would have met in person, we would probably would have been friends. That flashback was three, four, five minutes long because it not just even, showed not even yeah, three or four. It just it showed like, them everything that they showed in a previous episode just added Sukasa in it. And that wasn't necessary. You didn't need that at all. <laughs> You're not wrong. So it I don't know. This show is terrible with its flashbacks, but the show is so good. Like when it's being the show. When, when it's, it's in the being, pacing, the proper pacing. Yeah, when it's being Dr. Stone and just doing the future shit, it is absolutely incredible. Like, the characters, like, Senku as a character is so great. I even like Tanju as a character. And then Yuzuria is coming into her own, which I yeah. love. She but, is more willing to fight than Taiju, which was yeah. epic that she was like, I, I don't mind hurting someone. Um, right. Because she's, she's a realist. She understands that her uh, personal morals are different than Taiju's. She knows Taiju's not going to attack, but she knows that she can do the attacking um, alongside Taiju's combination, you know? Right. And that's, that's fucking dope. Again, this show could be absolutely number one. And let me see, what does, what does Dr. Stone have on, uh, my anime? It's yeah. an 8.1, almost 8.2. It's more than Astro lost in space. What is going on? <laughs> this is definitely not better than that show so far. So far. I mean, it could magically become better, but I don't, I doubt it. Yeah. You got to remember some people probably read the manga too. That's true. Yep. These are already probably pre-fans, which is understandable because it, it's, and it's probably paced differently too. So who knows? But I can't wait till we start to see who these other characters are, what they're about when Senku wakes up. Yeah. How he's going to plot this out, how he's going to plan it out, how he's going to go against Tsukasa. Because again, they're going to have to face each other again in the future. Like we both can assume that right yeah we can assume they're gonna have to face each other they're gonna see each other again and yeah. they're gonna need better stuff going on like they're gonna need a fighter someone who can take on Sukasa, and Sukasa's mm-hmm. gonna probably look for other fighters so they're gonna need someone who's as good as Sukasa, if not better right right because well, right now Sukasa is the apex predator 100 percent, easily literally the predator from the movie the predator yeah <laughs> Because he, he has that critical thinking, too, which is, man, that's yeah, a bad combination. The he's smart and plus the power. Yeah. It's a bad combination. <laughs> All right. What's, gracious. what's next? Is that it? Is it that time? It's that time. My favorite time of the show, man. Okay. Uh, episode 18 of Demon Slayer, bro. Oh. <laughs> my gosh was this not the best episode that they had bruh so what's above this all, one first of all this is this is mad hype um <laughs> so we got some good. we got some callbacks uh just so y'all know at this point if you haven't already known there are spoiler alerts in effect right now uh spoiler alert number one spoiler alert number two spoiler alert number three it's coming in we spoil us um so uh, starts off with our uh, did it start off with Zenetsu? Yeah, it starts off with him basically dying on a roof before <laughs> what was it? We see what his was... legs shriveled up. 
Yeah, we see his legs shriveled up and stuff. We see because he wasn't able to cry, which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoyed every little bit of that. Yeah, yes. So it was it was super cool. Uh, the people who came to save him, uh, we see basically him trying to breathe and he's ready to give up and he keeps saying don't give up and he hears give up and we see this like butterfly with legs oh, that dropping was so down on him right it was it was gorgeous Ooh. oh my god and dude do you remember it was one scene sorry to interrupt that part but it was just one scene where the trees were swaying and are you talking about the scene when she was sitting above him it was right before she came flying down. It was just the trees waving. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I can't. I rewound that shit. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I looked at it again and like, this is beautiful. Just like when the water hit. Oh, I'm going to let you continue. Go ahead. Sorry. But, yeah, she, she drops down on him and sees him, like, basically struggling. And she has this, like, stare because her eyes are just solid purple, nothing else. And I'm assuming that most of the the characters, like some of the strongest characters are going to have that kind of look where... Emotionless look. Yeah, they just what look... What was their rank again? Do you remember? Uh, they are they, pillars. They said that two episodes ago, and I couldn't remember. Yeah, they are pillars. And pillars. the pillars are what, like... So the old pillars are what trained these people, Tanjiro mm-hmm. and whatnot. So these are the strongest people in the Demon Slayer core. That's active right now? Yes. Okay. The strongest active people. And I think that was very well proven. Um, yeah. <laughs> but after, after we uh, see our boy uh, Zenetsu kind of have some kind of relief, the next thing we see is Tanjiro and Inosuke fighting the dad, the father, uh, Spider Demon. Yeah. Which we were right. He he isn't one of the twelve. I think we both said that. Yeah. No, no, you said it. You thought it was a kid first, and I was like, yeah, I might agree. Yeah, because uh, they they they're assuming that the the kid the, the guy is the the twelve. The dad is a twelve. Yeah. Yeah, and he tells uh or Tandro tells, well, no, no, Tandro actually attacks the dad, mm-hmm. and they both realize they skin. can't they can't cut through the skin. Yep. And the Which is crazy. right totally the. Uh, we see uh, Tandro like, I can't do anything. So he says, final and 10th form, strongest form, water breathing. And he goes in and he loses his concentration while Inosuke is like in awe. Like he's about to do something amazing that I've never seen before. And he loses his concentration and he cuts into this wood and isn't able to penetrate the wood because he lost his concentration. Right. So we're assuming this form is more intense than all of them, and he has to have 100% focus or he can't do it, right? Yep. And the father demon grabs him while he's connected to a tree and sends him flying. Like, literally flying. <laughs> yeah, and he says while he's flying, Inosuke, don't die. You have to survive until I get back. You have to stay, stay alive until I come save you. Essentially, yeah. And... Yeah, right. So, like, that's intense, though, right? Like, Tandro's like, look, you can't die. And I know that's the other option. (laughs) He was was even saying, like, this guy's one of the 12, don't die. Yeah, yeah. He's saying, this guy's one of the 12, don't die. Inosuke gives it a shot. He goes for the head, tries to fight him. He he actually... (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, he actually gets his ass pounded. But before he does get his ass pounded, he he remembers Tanjiro telling him, "Hey, don't don't die, don't give up." So he goes in for a slash at the arm again, puts his sword in him, and then decides to use his other sword to knock the other sword in, and basically chops off his his forearm. And he's super pumped about that. Now the demon isn't super pumped about that. Demon he's, is uh, mad. <laughs> yeah, he's super. I, I I would even call him scared because he runs away. He runs away, and then fucking. Uh, Inosuke decides to use his uh his Bakugan and finds him hiding up in a tree like a fucking cat. <laughs> but he's not in the cat. He's not in a tree hiding like a cat. He's in the tree shedding his fucking skin to become uber more powerful, like so much more powerful than he was before. Yeah, <laughs> and Inosuke, so he, I thought Inosuke was gonna die, bro. Yeah, yeah. He he gets even stronger. He drops down from the tree. And basically, Inosuke can't cut his skin. Nope. And <laughs> can't do shit. Basically, breaks his swords it, on him. Well, well, first, before that even happens, Inosuke like is at a point like he sees how strong this guy is, and just the aura itself makes Inosuke give up. And this is the first time we've seen Inosuke like feel powerless. Yep. You know, just the pure aura, just the pure vibe itself made him say, "Yep, I can't do this," and he kind of backs down. And he just looks at this guy and it's like, he starts to like, just say, man, I can't believe. And then he hears Tandro's voice. Don't give up. Don't die until I get back. All that kind of stuff. And he goes in, he, he gets, he's all gusso and he goes in, he swings his swords and boom, they break. Boy, you thought you was doing what? Nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> uh, he gets fucking, is, is this the point where he gets grabbed too? Yeah. Right, well, right after the swords break. Yeah, he gets grabbed. He gives up. He literally just essentially gives up after his swords break. And then he tries to shove him into the the dude's neck. He does shove him into the dude's neck. No, you're right. Yeah, they were actually stuck in his neck. And they didn't do shit. And the spider demon, the father, essentially starts crushing Inosuke's head. Fuck, dude. And And that's where we get a a (laughs) a well-timed flashback that's not 15 minutes long. But if we get this flashback that is absolutely beautiful, talking about his basically going back to his backstory a little bit, his mom got rid of him because it, from the looks of it, it looks like she was getting attacked or their village was getting attacked or something like that. So she tries to save him by literally delivering delivering him to the to the wild. And what's funny is that he doesn't have really memories because he was the way he was raised, but he does have memories of him making uh, these th- three friends essentially because. The, the grandmother of the uh, of that inn that they were at when they were resting and healing came, became a part of his subconscious. And he remembers yeah. what she was saying and, and what it made him feel and what it meant to him. So that was all flashing before his eyes. And he realized, like, like yo, I don't I don't want to go. I don't want to die. Not like this. And not like this. And he's basically fucking getting his head crushed. And blood gushing out blood of his mask. Out, yeah. oh, that was sick, bro. I was uh, so sick. And like I said, we always say this. Yeah. When it feels like a main character is about to die. We're yep. in love. Yep. <laughs> we love it. Absolutely. And I thought that was it for him. But then a pillar shows up from out of nowhere, which is the same guy who uh, saved from, Tanjiro. From, from the first episode. One. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking hype. And so one he- of the things I noticed about mm-hmm. this is that uh, the pillar guy 
his sword is uh, black and blue. Mm-hmm. So we know Tundro's sword is black. Yep. Um, but the Pillars guy's sword is black and blue. And he, sw- he comes in and basically just cuts this demon into four or five pieces. Super easy. You so know, graceful. Water form, fourth form. Doesn't even look like he's taking any time to actually breathe and just slices through them. Super like, easy. It was, it was like a dance, bro. It was so clean. It was like just clean cut, clean, well animated beauty right there. And this is what the pillars do, though, you know? Like, yeah. They can do all of this crazy stuff, and it just takes them, you know, some time to show up. If they show up, they can do work. <laughs> I know, but like, why not just have them do everything? <laughs> <laughs> they can't kill everywhere, bro. I know, right? It's, I guess it's only a, so few of them that it, I mean, it, just happens but my goodness now so good the the next super cool part is that once all of that said and done mm-hmm. we essentially uh switch back to our boy tanjiro Oof. who mm-hmm. is currently in battle with who we think is actually one of the 12 demon moons <laughs> and it's the little boy who he he sees the little boy um basically striking his sister with his webs cutting her yeah. skin yep god that shit was good right heart-wrenching right right disgusting like, this is your demon sister not even your regular sister but your demon sister because you guys were born as family members but now you guys have been turned into demons together right and what makes it kind of like sad is like tantra's like what are you doing why are you doing that to her and he's like this is none of your business, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the, the dude is like, I don't even care about you. He's not even worried about Tandro. Tandro can talk all this stuff that he wants in the world. And he's not even going to pay Tandro any attention. And Tandro's like, that's not how siblings treat each other. That's not a bond. Your bond is forged. It's fake. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what did you say? <laughs> and my he was boy's not like, feeling that shit. What, what did you just say? You said my, 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 my bond with my sister is what? <laughs> I can't cut my sister and you saying it's forced because I cut my sister and then you know, right just, right before that another demon slayer comes out and say oh hey here's a demon slayer that I can make some money from so let me go ahead and go make this attempt real quick you know what no you sit back let me take care of this demon child who's my size I got this don't worry about it and he goes in for the attack and then the fucking demon baby child <laughs> literally cuts him into chunks of demon slayer core fucking meat <laughs> everywhere dude and, and i that, lost my <laughs> right the greatest part about that was like the guy's just rushing forward and he just mm-hmm. pushes his spider web towards him and you just see him fall into chunks not even his whole <laughs> body turns to chunks it's more or less just his top part yeah his top and it's torso just, and head just and chunks turn into spider web bits, you know just like it's like <laughs> bruh you you thought you were gonna do this and oh, that was terrible. After that, that's when our, our spider boy basically pursues Tandro more and they actually start to get into the fight. And, right. And Tandro's repelling, you know, the webs, dodging them barely. Uh, actually, we don't actually see him really do much of like direct blocking the webs. Right. More or less like skimming them and moving out of the way of them. Exactly. Like parrying them and then, and then moving. So if you notice though, after. Um, one of the pillar dudes killed the the dad. The the smell disappeared from the forest, and Tanjiro notices it and like, oh, 
the smell is going, I can actually sense where the, the, the strands are coming from. Yeah. And when he did try to attempt to block it, it literally chopped his sword in half as he was coming in for an attack. And that's the scariest part because that, that web is down the middle. It's down the middle, dude. It cuts it down the middle. And then all you hear is whoosh. And the fucking episode ends, bro. It cuts off. I sat there and I watched the credits and such. Hoping awe. for any, anything. Yes, any, <laughs> any sign of on the next episode of it, they give us nothing, bro. They do this every single time. <laughs> Just give oh, us yeah. something. What a great episode, though. And I'm not even mad about, see, this is a cliffhanger I'm not mad about. Unlike the beginning of this podcast when we were talking about what was it, episode 10 and 11 and stuff like that, those cliffhangers were stupid because it was no... There was no sense of pacing, no sense of accomplishment, no sense of move forward, if you will, in those episodes, unlike it was this time. Like we had progression this time and constant action and just motion. And then it ended at such a beautiful part. And I wasn't even mad. I was mad, but I wasn't mad, mad. You know what I mean? You can't be too mad. No, you can't. I couldn't be mad at that because it was such a great episode. This episode 100% is getting non waifus out of 10. And the only oh, reason yeah. why it didn't get 10 is because I I did not want it to end that way. <laughs> <laughs> Polo was about to cry. I was about to cry, bro. I was like, what the fuck, man? Oh, that's, that's great. That is it was great. So Definitely. I good. agree with that. Nine white food, 10 for sure. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Anything else we got? That's it, right? That's it. What a great episode. Episode eight, Mike Check Waifu Waifu. You can get it on all podcast services, whatever you choose to listen to it on, any app, any Android app, any iPhone app, it doesn't matter what service. Just search Mike Check Waifu Waifu or go to MikeCheckWaifuWaifu.com and all your stuff is there. Uh, feel or free hit to hit our us Instagrams. Up. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Hit, hit. Feel free to hit us up on our Twitters and our Instagram. Maz is at Polo Bornfly on everything. And mine is King Teliano on Instagram, or not general Instagram, it's King Teliano on Twitter. Hit us up there. We will appreciate y'all. It's uh, time to wrap this one up. Bye. Peace. One way or another.